Welcome back to Entertainment Marketing Confidential, where we discuss all kinds of crazy shit, but the intent is to talk about entertainment marketing. I'm your host, Daphne, and I'm joined by our producer, Eric. Yo! Bees! The bees! Hello! <laughs> Today, give us a bee! We are talking about legends, and we're calling this episode Legend Lane. And it's all things that begin with B that are awesome. Like me, my last name. Like, I don't know, booze, bathrooms, all kinds of great things begin with the letter B. But uh, that's not what we're starting uh, about. Uh, what were you going to say? No, I was just <laughs> going to try to contribute one. But uh, B, B, uh, beds. Bed holes. Fucking, yeah, oh, beds. Okay. beds yeah. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> I mean, look, you said buttholes. There's no getting around that. That's where we're stuck on now. <laughs> moving on so the first legend we have to talk about is bond james bond Did let me take a drink from, wait i have to take a drink from my coke zero and b bacardi bacardi like cardi b <laughs> cardi b oh uh, see see it all came around it all came around she was a stripper right? and now she's a singer sort of and uh, you know had a girl you go girl so apparently a legend so first we need to talk about bond james bond so no time to die now i do like making fun of bond integrations etc and i'm here to publicly do my retraction daniel craig this last bond movie aspirational cool sexy Brands were fucking fantastic. And I think story-wise, it reminded me a bit of Free Eyes Only, which is my favorite bond. So I just want to say, I thought the placements and the brands were fucking fantastic on this. Have you seen this one? I have not. It's seven hours. I think it's only three, but it's fucking <laughs> eternal. What, what movie is three hours nowadays? Oh my God, right. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. Fucking the Batman was 25. Speaking of B. At least 25 hours. Speaking of B. Hey, look at <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa. So there's a wonderful website that I found, jamesbondlifestyle.com. I think this is 75 pages of brands and products in No Time to Die. Hmm. And what I appreciated about this website is there's a lot of care and a lot of love and a lot of detail into what I'm reading. They cross-reference scenes to outfits, to what brand it is, and it just on and on and on. So again, I'd like to give a shout out to jamesbondlifestyle.com because I thought I thought this was wonderful. I mean, it's eternal and only a dork like me who likes brands and movies is reading this, but it was really good. But what really, again, the story is great. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good movie. But what I liked about the brands is there's a lot of brands. There's competing brands. There's different cars. But, you know, in a branded Bond world, when you see Daniel Craig drinking the Heineken, now it resonates. So I thought, like, I thought it was great. And then it was a, was it a Toyota? Oh, God. 
uh, Land Cruiser, but they use an older model SUV for a chase scene, which I think hmm. is probably one of the best chase scenes I've ever seen on screen. An old so Toyota SUV. Just, huh. Yeah, it was it but it, it was great because you think you have new cars, you have old cars, you have the Triumph motorcycle. I just thought the branding on this was beautiful. I thought this was really good. So take a peek and then watch it. And then Ana de Armas is amazing to watch, but like Cartier Jewels, um, the Mega Watch. The one thing I thought was a little weird though, was the Michael Kors partnership with Money Penny. Hmm. I like my Michael Kors. I just thought Money Penny would be using Ferragamo. That's hmm. all. But it's really like it, like this person who put this site together has the stunt doubles, the different sunglasses from Varney, um, and then where to buy it. Like this, I don't know. This feels like a real, like there's some passion in what I'm reading on this website. Um, what shoes? He's wearing like Sperry Gold Cup Authentic Original Rivingston boat shoes in the color tan while he's in Jamaica. How's that for detail? <laughs> Whoever this eagle-eyed by the way, whoever did these notes is a fucking legend. I just went, I don't know if it, but I'm not kidding you. Like it's, it's really exceptional. It's worth a read because you just I, see all the different style. And the, like, it's just, it's amazing what it, they did here. It makes sense because, you know, when you think of the, the, the biggest branding characters in movies, I mean, James Bond has to be up there. I mean, you, you can't brand um, other movie legends like like Darth Vader, people in these like fantasy settings, like y- you have to take a, a a big franchise that's set in the real world, and I can't really think of anything bigger than Bond for that, and cooler that that just exudes style. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. And I'd like to point out, you know, um, Nokia cell phones are in there. Mm-hmm. Go Nokia. Nice to see you, and not only LG. But you, when you think of Bond, obviously you're going to think of vodka. You're going to think Aston Martin. Um, but what I like is you have sort of the, let's say the new brands that weren't really in the source material, like Heineken mm-hmm. and you'll read like, Oh, Heineken spent 45 million on a promotion where for a while it really felt like it was just a cash play and it was all about the brands and it sort of missed the mark. But I really think Daniel Craig's last turn at bond, it was a beautiful way of putting a brand. It's like when you see him drinking Heineken at this point, maybe the fucker likes Heineken. Sure. It's not because of a check, but check out this website. Like it is just like, and, and I think that's what I liked is you have five different cars. You have a couple of different cell phones. You have a, so many different apparel manufacturers. And I think that's what was really nice about this is you live in a branded world and bond's going to use the right tool for that particular scene. So whether it's a Range Rover sport, uh, SVR or the Land Rover, Rover New Defender, you know, whatever, you know, the guy likes a Land Rover. And I love the fact that he's in a couple of different ones, like a 2019, like, it's just, it's just nice. Like it's, you have old cars, you have new cars. Um, hold on. I think it was a Toyota Land Cruiser LC 90, which I thought was a great, 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 great fucking chase scene in Norway. Toyota it was really LC good. 90. It was up. really good. They had a yacht. Um, anyway, so I just loved it. Like the Triumph bike and they even have a, this person identified the warship they used, which I'm like, oh my God. And then Bollinger, obviously spirits is a big deal. Heineken, the different sunglasses. And what I think is interesting is one character uses a Todd's handbag, but Michael Kors did a handbag partnership with Moneypenny. So I kind of like the idea is people shared real estate. 
And it just kind of feels like whatever brand was authentic to that one scene. Like it wasn't a lot of overdone nonsense. Like it was really nice. And Money Penny, I mean, her fashion's gorgeous. The Bond female, Anna de Armas, stunning. But this one, I, I think it just it just really smacked of uh, for your eyes only, which it felt familiar. Hmm. They even identified a puffy coat a kid wears. They identified? Oh, the the, the guy yes. on this website. Gotcha. Yes. This, whoever did this website, like there's a character. She's in this kind of like, it felt like an ombre padded, like puffy coat. Hmm. Yeah. It's a Marks and Spencer ombre padded coat. And now I'm like, where the fuck do I, wait, first of all, can I live somewhere where I need a coat? Because <laughs> I don't live. You know, the land of where it's always sunny. So I just want to apologize to Bond. Like, this is how it should be done. I thought this was excellent. I thought the movie was great. The locations were great. This one felt like it just kind of got back to basics. And I do think the franchise lost their way a little bit, where it's all about brands. And it's like, come on, let's get back to Bond being the legend that he is. Do you, um, now that Daniel Craig is exiting, do you have any actors you'd want to see fill the role? Besides Zac Efron? Uh, We've talked about it. Well, enough. I mean, all kidding aside, I'm an early, probably for seven years, I'd love to see Idris Elba. Like, I think he'd be amazing. But the downside is you need someone who's 35, not 50, because you need someone who's going to play Bond. And now I'm going to toss out a name. Now he's either wooden and disturbing or perfect. It's really weird. Like he's either, eh, or amazing. And I think Henry Cavill. Oh, he was so good at man from uncle. Yeah. I could totally see him doing it. Yeah. I'm like, he pulled that shit off. I'm like, he's not maybe him. He right age. He's not British though. Right. Like it has to be like a British guy. What do you mean? He's not British. Is he British? Let's see. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when i when i think hold of on inter- we're gonna google is henry cable because you're right he needs to be british yeah wait is daniel british i don't know i believe so <laughs> is daniel, all right you google that i'll google wait, daniel wait, wait wait henry cable was born henry william cable was born on the Balawick of jersey a british crown dependency in the channel islands i don't even know what that means Oh my God, I almost peed my pants. Yes, he's from he's from Hackensack. No, his mother, a housewife, was born on Jersey and is of Irish. So he's Scottish English. Oh, well, there we go. British actor. You know what? Henry Cavill. All right. Yeah, I could totally see it. I'm going to uh, go with him. What's creepy about him is like he was so good on the Tudors. Now, I'm going to ruin him for you. He, he's very, um, he has that beautiful face where he's angular. And mm-hmm. if he's in shadows, he's a panty dropper. But sometimes he'll stumble into full lighting where you're like, you're ugly. So I'm hoping they shadow him. And I don't know. I think he could be good. I have never once seen an image of him ugly. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm, I'm looking you're at all these. <laughs> I'm looking at all these Google images right now and no pictures bad of him, even in full lighting. I, I think- I think he'd be good. Like his work on the Witcher. I'm like, let's see him be Bond. And he's the right age. And yeah. he's also the kind of guy where like my husband, like, like my, hu- oh my God, he loves Man From Uncle. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. Man From Uncle was great. Um, So there we go. So future legend. But anyway, Bond, I honestly, this movie changed my opinions a little bit. I'm making fun of that franchise. 
now we're going to take a little bit of a turn where we have to talk about this person. We're not really going to talk about her and branded entertainment or whatnot, but I cannot in good faith talk about legends that begin with B without talking about Betty White. But BT dubs, BT dubs, when we were about to go into this episode and in, in the description for this episode, Daphne had wrote Betty and Bond. And I thought, was Betty White in an old James Bond movie? Is that why they're the same? And I found this old Madhouse magazine article about Betty White being the next James Bond and they photoshopped her head with like the <laughs> Bond. Oh, I loved it. Could have happened. We're posting that shit. We got to put that in the comments because she'd be fucking amazing. And that's, I have to tell you, what it may, okay, there's certain people like Dolly Parton, okay, Meryl Streep for some reason. Like, there's just people who like everybody fucking likes. And that's Betty White. Like, this is somebody who transcended everything. Like, you keep seeing the meme when you die at 99 and people think you didn't live long enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and people talk about, oh, Marily, God, I can't even talk Mary Tyler Moore, Golden Girls. But you know, I'm not here to go deep into her career where she was creating TV shows. She do her own commercials in the shows and she was producing her own stuff or her marriage to Alan Ludd. And, you know, I just want to say, I, again, I'm just making this as a footnote. I cannot talk about legends with a B without talking about Betty White. And for me, without a doubt, my favorite Betty White in any capacity is match game. Oh, okay. This woman, her answers, there was one where it's like, there was a wedding and, you know, like the bride couldn't find a groom and she found him with blank and she fucking said the best man. And I lost it. Like her, I loved her blue sense of humor. Like she was a little bit naughty, but you know, like even talking about streaking or her trying to strip on the show, by the way, match game rewatch. Okay. For anyone who's new and has never seen the original match game, Imagine six comedians. You had Charles Nelson Riley. You had Brett Summers. Um, was it Charles Dawson? What the hell was his name? Betty White. And you know these people are like three vodkas in. Nobody on this show sober. <laughs> it was just like six degenerates sitting up there cracking dirty jokes. And it was just, it was such a beautiful, I thought the show was fun. And I'm sorry, it's Tangent Week here at Entertainment Marketing Confidential. <laughs> Tangent month. No, it's it, it. Wait, hold on. That's all we do is talk about shit that has nothing to do with anything. A billion years ago, so it's no secret, my daughters were adopted from China, and when we adopted from China, um, you take a course. Um, now, I chose to adopt, but for some people, adoptions something they pursue maybe after having a biological child, or some other options aren't for them. So you go through this. What if my child doesn't look like me? What if it's not my biological child? And <laughs> when I was doing that sort of part of the workbook, um, we had an award show. And award show wraps up. I'm at the hotel and I see Charles Nelson Riley sitting by the bar. Now, I know I'm supposed to be doing something that should have been work related, but I just saw Charles Nelson Riley for the match game sitting by a bar by himself. Oh, I peeled right over and sat down because <laughs> I'm like, oh, you bet your ass I'm sitting with this fucker and talking to him. Are you kidding me? No, I, are you kidding me? Like, this is a, like, I, I, oh my God. And we're just chit chatting. I, I was with him, like, shockingly for a long time. 
And one of my coworkers who was interning, who happened to be Chinese walks up and she asked me a question and he goes, is this your daughter? Now, first of all, I'm offended that you think I could be her mom, but she also looked 12 in her hoodie. But when I talk about my process of adoption or whatnot, I have to mention Charles Nelson Riley because he proved it's not biology that ties people. He saw the relationship between me and my colleague. Like, obviously, you know, like I respect her and one, he's drunk. Let's start with that. But like everyone in that story was not sober, but I kind of giggle because when I had to go back to the class and talk about that section of the book and sort of what do other people see when they look at me and my kid, <laughs> like Charles Nelson Riley reinforced that people see relationships. They don't see oh, someone has blonde hair and someone has dark hair. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, Uh, match game, Betty White. (laughs) uh, I guess, I guess it's, it's not, it's, it's not that related to the story, but it kind of is, um, which is why Betty White is such a legend. It's why Betty White is such a legend is like, even like back in the day when she had her own show, and having black entertainers on was not yeah. um, the norm. Yeah, and she would she would push to have um, her like black entertainers that she knows and she she Absolutely. thought deserved screen time. And then she got pushed. I think her show got canceled because she she kept bringing like uh, uh, people on that the the studio didn't want aired. And it just you know it goes to show kind of the same thing. You know Betty White was always even in a time where it wasn't the norm and she was penalized for it. She saw that like hey I have these relationships with these people. Um, and I want them, they, you know, they deserve to be here. Um, and, and yeah, so I'm trying to relate it to your story a little bit, but but, you know, but also like, wait, first of all, this is a safe place to talk about whatever the fuck we want and pretty much it's entertaining and that makes it entertainment related, (laughs) 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 you know, and then how, like how they were saying like her last words or somehow she referenced her. Um, her deceased husband. So yeah. Betty White's the bomb, Betty White Snickers commercials, Betty White in every film. And I love the fact, like you were saying, like I love the fact, sort of, it was always she was Betty. These are my friends. I'm standing by them. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a pervert. And one last <laughs> story before we move on to the next B. So I have issues with elevators, meaning I might be trying to go to the seventh floor, but if it stops on two, I'm running out. Like whenever the elevator stops, I run out. Like, I, I, I don't know why. And it's, so I was in Beverly Hills going to a doctor elevator stops. I go running out and I run into Betty white waiting for the elevator. And then I go, fuck wrong floor. And she goes, I do that shit all the time. And I'm like, I love you. But she like, and she gets in the elevator with me. I'm like, fuck man, I thought I was going to seven. And she's like, I do that. The elevator stops. I run out. And I'm like, See, I like you. <laughs> and she didn't have me arrested for running into her <laughs> so that was nice. i am jealous that um betty white um you know because everyone has a crush on ryan reynolds but ryan reynolds has a crush on betty white and i'm just jealous because you know she gets his attention and i don't or she got his bone. attention yeah i mean I probably i probably you know and I i'm sure her. another b blake lively i'm sure she should would have gave him ryan reynolds the the go-ahead he probably held the camera <laughs> um also going back to match game uh, we're, I, I think it was off off the show we were talking about rupaul's drag race but snatch game is the modern iterator iteration of match game where drag queens will play the character snatch snatch game yeah <laughs> they'll basically oh. they'll basically do match game but 
the drag queens will dress will will play the characters of of famous people and try to do the the snatch game and sometimes it's really funny and sometimes they suck but that's the joy of snatch game rupaul's drag race but that's amazing (laughs) there's got to be a b in there somewhere (laughs) (laughs) and in our attempt to sort of make it on topic so when we're talking about bond and then we're talking about betty white i'm like what brand that begins with a b is a legend in entertainment marketing and i have to tell you budweiser was the first brand i thought of sure 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 sure. and now when it comes to beer you know we talk about heineken and bond carlsberg has some wonderful placements um lowenbrow owned the 80s and come on course banquet and cobra kai i mean (laughs) wait i should mention tom cruise's butt i mean there's just certain things i talk (laughs) about all the time but Budweiser is non-fucking-stop. Like, I, um, I, actually, it was one of those things where I was so overwhelmed trying to take notes, I couldn't take notes. Because you pick uh, uh, The Perfect Storm, uh, pick any Warner Brothers film, pick, you know, Adam Sandler back in the day. You mm. know, we should do an episode completely about him and his branding. Because he's I could do always that. so brand loyal. Oh, and I love Adam Sandler. So, like, there's that whole idea of, I mean, it's just always been an entertainment and most recently, which I thought was just, I don't know, like this to me just went, you are the fucking king of beers. So I like Marvelous Miss Maisel season four, just dropped on prime video. Motherfuck. There is a vintage hands-on Budweiser, which to me might drop. I don't know what it was out of all the epic integrations Budweiser has done over the years that to me was the one where I'm like seriously here you still are you're still like 2013 Star Trek someone's like oh are you drunk and they're in like 2259 drinking futuristic Budweiser (laughs) and I think I was just so moved at was it 1960s I'm not 100% sure when Maisel takes place but there's sort of that I, I like the history play. I'm like, God, this is just unbelievable. Yeah, you so know, for me. Oh, sorry. I, I was sorry. Gonna say, I, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, like I, I never know if Bud Budweiser's always been there. Like my my dad drank it when I was growing up, when I was 10, and I was like, you know, every kid is just like, let me taste your beer, and your parent gives it to you. I'm like, you 100 percent drank it. Yeah, but but, 100% we all tried Bud first. Yeah, and and (laughs) it was awful. Yeah, and it was awful. And then when I was, when I turned 21 on my birthday and I was at college, like I got a Bud Light, like that was my first, like, not the first time I drank alcohol, of course, because, you know, 21, like, of course I had, but the first legal beer I had bought was Bud. Like, it's, it is just kind of always been there. It is. And it's, again, you know, how we talked about like Coca Cola, like some of these brands that Band Aid that have been around forever. I love the fact that Budweiser just stays in there and stays relevant. You know, there's Super Bowl commercials that make me cry, but I love the fact they're still in entertainment. And there's something about, I think uh, the fact that it was on a show that's a female lead, um, hands-on with the character that was female. Like I, you know, I, 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 they continue to surprise me. And I think it's that idea of Budweiser's for everybody. You know, like it's not only Clydesdales and football and dudes, like it's, they're everywhere. And I just, I'm like, hats off to the people who do the integration for Budweiser. I don't know if it's the same people, but you kill it. You're amazing. And what I love, love, love about now, 
I used to work with Carlsberg. In Carlsberg, we had Carlsberg, okay? What I think is so great about placing Budweiser is you have Bud, you have Bud Light, you have that shark brand that I can't remember the name of because I've been drinking all day. But there's such a wonderful portfolio of beers. You could have their shit all over a movie and it won't seem like it's the same brand. You know what I'm saying? Like there's enough variety underneath that umbrella of beer. Yeah. Where you have some like more, not IPAs, but you have like some variety. And I always love, it always makes me smile. Like I love when you see beer neons in a film. And I think it's just like, I like locations. I like texture. And I, it just makes me giggle. Like, um, I think it's the perfect storm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, George Clooney, based on um, the fishing boat that goes missing. Oh yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Every fucking place you go, it's above <laughs> neon. Or is it Bud Light? Again, I'm blaming Bacardi, another legend. Um, <laughs> but again, Budweiser, I love what they're doing, what they've done. They kill in entertainment. There's, That's all I have to say. There's another B that I know you've worked with a lot. Um, and speaking of Tom Cruise's butt, because it was placed in it. Boogers. BMW. <laughs> you know. I have yeah. to say, I again, I can't discuss too much but i will have to agree with you a legend in entertainment without question is bmw no question you help place tom cruise's butt in a lot of bmws is yeah and the thing is what i love is i would say not that anyone cares or listens hey bo and bl we know you're listening (laughs) um legends with bees (laughs) (laughs) got them woo um i have to say like I, I do think at this point, I think Tom is a genuine brand fan. And that's why I really like watching those partnerships because he really digs those cars. And that's not somebody writing a check. That's not a promotion. Like that's someone who thinks, you know what? I want to do some cool shit on screen and this car could do it. So, yeah. and again, I don't work for BMW. I don't work for Tom um, or Scientology, but the idea is like, no, like I have to agree with you. I it- do think legend is bmw 100 give tom some dialysis because he needs those kidneys but um because of the kidney bmw uh, all right whoa, whoa, okay whoa. okay i'll take it i don't know <laughs> i'll take i'll take the delayed Ooh, legends <laughs> <laughs> i tried no but i love you know it's true like i could sit there and just do love letters to so many brands because you know what you know, I, I clearly I've made a career out of this, but I love like, you know, we really do have to do an Adam Sandler episode because he's all about Yoohoo, Budweiser, Hooters, etc. And at some point you think a brand maybe sends wardrobe to a movie or maybe pays to be integrated. But I do really appreciate and love when talent does get to know a brand and they're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I just feel good using your shit. Mm-hmm. because to me, that's what it's about. I need to tell a story on screen and your brand is going to help me do that. And it's just very organic. And that's where I'm really proud of where I used to work is I was raised under the brands have stories to tell content creators have stories to tell. And let's, let's just, you know, work with people you like, let's find the brand that fits. Like it's not, you know, I could go on for days about brands who get it wrong, 
placement agencies who are an abomination, content creators who should be hung. Like the idea of, it's just so disgusting how they partner these three things. Mm. It kind of diminishes everything. But thankfully, you know, the agencies that have been around a while, the people I've seen do work and the brands who've sort of been around, it's amazing because it's that you want that kind of organic, you want that authentic connection. It's not about, like I said, like, sure, you could write a check, but come on, man. And I love, I fucking love the fact Tom Cruise likes BMW for mission. He wanted BMW for his other franchises. Like he digs the brand. So yep. Agree. BMW is a legend. I think of any last minute bees. Um, if we want to go black and white, we did Betty white, but what about Jack black? It's kind of a legend in his own, in his own mind and his own mind <laughs> in your mind. Wait, hold on. Hold mind. on. You know what? Let's go there. Okay. Out of all the fucking people on the planet, it's Jack Black. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Which, by the way, if people have not seen Tropic Thunder, you have Tom Cruise and Jack Black. That's true. That's true. And Robert Downey Jr. There's a B in Robert. So there you go. And Ben Stiller, yo. Oh, Ben Stiller. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. Seriously, Les Grossman is okay. Wait, wait. When he's yelling to get his Diet Coke, Tom Cruise is Les Grossman, is hands down one of my favorite roles he's played. <laughs> Mostly because so he went off his rocker after Mission Impossible 3. We all know the period where he's jumping on couches and who the fuck knows what happens with that guy. He sort of redeemed himself with Tropic Thunder and Les Grossman. I mean, that oh. is like when he dances to Ludacris, like fucking amazing. Like that to me, and also he's kind of sexy, which I thought was weird. I'm like, why do I think Les Grossman's hot? <laughs> Maybe he wants to like fist punch someone. I don't know what it, you know what? It's Tom Cruise, but it's the confidence. Okay, so back to Jack Black. Okay. What was that movie? Lily Gulliver's Travels. Oh, yeah. yeah. School of Rock. School of Rock, Shallow Howl. Oh, my God. Uh, Shallow Howl, he's fantastic. That's great. No, wonderful. Was it um, Jumanji? Jumanji, um, Tenacious D and the Big of Destiny. Uh, All right. Yeah, I don't know. We have Jack Black then. All right. I'm just saying, you know, Betty White, Jack Black, you got your your black and white film. (laughs) (laughs) I always put those those two together. But I see where you're going with that. Nope, nope. We're going to allow it. <laughs> Why? Because, well, it's us and we talk about God knows what. Yeah. And the thing is, I, you know, if I was an actor, if I was a CEO, if I was, I don't give a shit what I do in this world to have somebody go, I consider you a legend. Like I received, this is really amazing. So someone who worked as an assistant to our former CEO, when we worked at a corporation, for International Women's Day this past year, she wrote a love letter to the women who inspired her and she tagged me. I was Aww. like, are you fucking kidding me? So in terms of just knowing somebody somewhere appreciated what you tried to do somewhere or thought you were a good manager or whatnot, you know, obviously Bond gets a lot of love. Betty White gets a lot of love. I have to say, I appreciate the Jack Black reference because that does he, 
hey, hey, get sort of acknowledgement he needs. I don't know. So maybe legends are be badasses. This is to all the people, the unsung heroes of our lives who, you know, to like everyone says, oh, like I love Spider Man or I love, you know, just take these big tent home temple movies that everyone loves like how we did that whole episode where i talked about violets or blue that random movie i found on cable like it's the unsung heroes like if you can bring joy whether you're a brand giving me a buzz or an actor just doing a performance that's so fucking funny that you're talking about it how many years later that's legendary and i think jack black wherever you are you will never hear this but I really like the beauty of what you calling him out for that. By the way, anyone out there, if you do appreciate someone fucking tell them, because you know what? That's what it's about. I think the world needs more beauty and uplifting stuff. All right. Do you have anything to add about our legend? Like we could do legends, literally a letter a day, but yeah. I think with this past yeah. year, Betty White, thank you for everything you gave us bond. Thank you for getting your shit together and giving us good movies. Budweiser. Thank you for giving me a, buzz for most of my life and apparently eric and i starting to drink in our infant years <laughs> <laughs> and and jack black thank you for the boner all right end on b yeah <laughs> Speaking of beauty, hey, and to our five listeners shout out to bl and Bo and gary and susan and my kids and your fiance <laughs> thank you all for listening <laughs> speak of the b bye <laughs> So next time we'll be discussing another iconic brand. We're going to be talking about Vans. Oh, I love those shoes. So follow Um, us on Instagram at Entertainment Marketing Confidential and Entertainment Marketing on Twitter. And what were you going to say about Vans? (laughs) I was just saying thank you for clarifying the shoes because it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about cars. Yeah. (laughs) Great for luring in children. All right. Goodbye. That's Caravan. (laughs) 